Hello. Hello. Welcome back to season four. <laughs> yep. And this will be a rare occurrence, but a solo mm. episode because I'm going to be talking this whole time, which is hilarious. It's like literally there's me at home talking to myself, but instead of just by myself, I'm recording myself. Yeah. So that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we decided to bring solo episodes because in thinking about stories and stories being everywhere, we kind of realized that Ashley and I are both storytellers in our own right and the work that we do and that we have a unique perspective to share. And these episodes will be maybe slightly educational, but also interesting. And we just thought, why not do a solo episode and kind of share our own expertise and dive into stories a little bit more? Yeah. So for those who don't know, um, me, Ashley, I am a graphic designer by trade. And then Leanna is an event planner by trade. So storytelling definitely comes through for both of our careers in different ways. And yeah, and I feel like I'm interested to hear the feedback or hear people's reactions to just like us talking about like what we do and how storytelling kind of comes through. Um, and I'm excited to dive into like my process and how it works. Cause I feel like people just think like, you know, you draw something and it becomes a logo and like, that's it when it comes to like brand storytelling, but like, there's a reason why like Nike is Nike and someone, anyone all over the world can see the Nike swoosh and know it's Nike. And that all has to do with their brand and visual storytelling. And that's how iconic brands come to be like the McDonald's M with the French fries, like, you know. That's a global brand, like everyone, like, I feel like there's certain symbols like Apple that you could just mm-hmm. draw and people know. Um, totally. And I always think it's fun when I, uh, I said to people, people are like, no, no, no. It's like, no, like, I feel like if you just saw the M, you would be like, yeah, that's McDonald's. Like, and not even realize why, but it's because of such a strong and consistent brand message. Yeah. And brand storytelling is like so deep and like, obviously you're going to be talking about the visual aspect of it and how graphic design plays into brand storytelling, but there's also like brands strategy and there's PR and communications and marketing and kind of all those pieces come together. And um, I'm, you know, the graphic designer works very closely with like that whole team, that brand team. And like, it comes together to create this one cohesive message and, um, and story really that, as you said, is so deep that if people just, whether it's seeing a logo or hearing a bell or a certain kind of music that's within a certain thing or whatever it is, you automatically associate with that specific brand. And it's very powerful and a good graphic designer (laughs) will make all the difference because if you're just, you know, hiring somebody off of Fiverr or something, you're probably not going to get the same impact or the impact that you're looking for. So I think it'll be really neat to kind of explain your process and explain why strong visual, uh, a strong visual brand is important and kind of how you can tell a story through that method. So yeah, I hope people like it. Yeah. And I will say, like you said, like it's the words and the visuals. So like example of Nike is like, just do it. You hear that tagline and you know, it's Nike, just like you see the swoosh visually and you know, it's Nike. So again, like a graphic designer and like a copywriter, like the words and visuals, when they come together and and create a a very strong brand message, it's something that sticks with people, Um, whether or not you realize it or not, but I'm sure the majority of people listening to this will all recognize that swoosh and that tagline. So yeah, enjoy the episode. It's me. Ashley, here to talk to you all about brand storytelling. So for those of you who don't know, I am a graphic designer by trade, and a lot of my design career so far has focused on editorial design, and I've also loved, you know, branding and how it 
resonates with people, the psychology behind it, learning about big brands like Nike and their swoosh and how that came to be. Um, So yeah, so let's get right into it. Basically, when I, as a solo graphic designer who works for herself, gets a client that wants to launch a brand or a rebrand, the first thing that I do is investigate. So that involves a lot of back and forth with my client. It involves a lot of research on my part where I just go off and I look at the market that they're entering. I see who their competitors are and what they're currently doing, what I note and think is working that their competitors are doing, and then missed opportunities that I think maybe my client can take and and use and move forward when they're as their brand grows. I also love to take a visual audit of their major competitors. And that normally means like grabbing a bunch of logos from major competitors and putting them all on a PDF to just kind of see what the style is like. You tend to see different trends in logos and you can see similarities in logos. There a couple years ago there were a lot of fashion houses that, you know, 10, 15 years ago probably had very serif and quirky, more unique logos. And over the years, they all kind of became more clean and sans serif. And you can see if you like line up Celine and Saint Laurent, like all those logos, you can, if you see the evolution, you can see how they all be kind of started to look the same. So things like that. Um, After that, I also tend to think about like a very important step, which is the SWOT analysis, which basically means like, what are the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? This is specifically helpful if you're helping a brand kind of do like a brand refresh, uh, if it's already an existing brand. But you can also do this well with a brand that hasn't established it yet and is about to launch, just so you can pull helpful information on where the brand should go moving forward and how it can get there and what are the best ways of doing that. This also helps with like strategy behind the branding. So it's not just like a beautiful visual. You have to have a reason behind it. Another thing is you can look at uh, these three things, which is the facts, the obstacles and the opportunities. So like what are the facts of the brand? What are their obstacles currently and what opportunities do they have moving forward? This episode is sponsored by the Cove Collective Book Club. At Cove Collective, we know that you want to be self-confident and empowered. In order to do that, you need a like-minded community that builds you up. The problem is most community spaces are not built for women of color, which leaves you feeling discouraged and unseen. We believe all women of color should be heard and recognized. We understand what it's like to feel as if your story isn't being told, which is why we started this book club where we read authors by women and gender non-conforming authors of color only. You can join our book club by paying for the $80 paid level of our Substack. You'll get instant access to our seasonal book club as well as monthly exclusive content and our general newsletter. Head to covecollective.substack.com or click the link in our show notes. And when I collaborate with my clients, it's like very important to go through all of this, but also to ask the right questions to figure out the best solution for them and what they're looking for. It also depends on what my client is looking for. Like sometimes I just ask for a logo and a color palette, um, something super simple. Sometimes it's like a logo, a color palette with a typography, and maybe it's a website design or maybe it's a package of some kind. So making sure that we're on the same page moving forward in the, from the start. Um, so yeah, the investigation phase, I would say is probably the most important phase and it's one of my favorites because I'm curious by nature and I love like pulling information and learning about different sectors and things that I would probably never know just because it doesn't involve in my life really. Um, and then the next phase I would say would be you want to focus on the strategy and the brand narrative. So 
how does the brand define itself? Like, what is there like a short sentence or like a long, longer manifesto? Like, what is the reason for this brand existing? And it's so crucial in building a really cohesive brand system that's also memorable, but also stays true and authentic. It, it comes off as true and authentic to, to its clients and the people that it's trying to target. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy. Like, a manifesto can be long. I know, like, Nike, just do it. Like, everyone kind of knows that that phrase so it doesn't even have to be very long it could be very short and simple but as long as it's cohesive and it reflects what the brand is trying to do and then if you're coming into a rebrand or a a brand refresh is there currently a narrative and strategy that already exists if so how effective is that so you have to analyze that and make sure that if there is a strategy narrative it works for current like what the current goals are if it doesn't work how do we change that How do we alter it so that it will help the brand as it evolves? And if a brand doesn't already exist, there needs to be time spent on um, both, I would say on the client side specifically, there needs to be time spent to hone in on a clear narrative and message that you're trying to portray. So what is that feeling you want your customer to have? What do you want someone who interacts with your brand to feel like and like, and like, how do you want their experience to be and make sure that across all touch points, they, they do feel that way. Lastly, in the collaboration phase, with, when talk, when, with regards to strategy and brand brand narrative, I would say there's a lot of collaboration between the client and the graphic designer before the actual designing begins. So a lot of people might reach out and be like, can you just draw a logo for me? And how much would you charge for that? But it's more, and it's not as simple as that. So you definitely want to make sure that you are having open conversations and dialogues with your client about what their goals are, what they see themselves doing, why they want to exist why they're different from the direct competitors, why they feel like there's like no no brand serving the their customers or the potential customers and why they want to exist. And that's really, really important. And then we move on to the design phase, which tends to be me with noise canceling headphones on, just sketching away and then playing on my computer and gathering some visual research. After all that collaboration and back and forth about the strategy and the brand narrative, which is like how you're telling how the client hopes to tell a story through the brand and how they hope to connect authentically with their future customer or their current customers if they are rebranding. You get to dive into the design phase, which I love. It means I get to put headphones on and just sketch, draw, play around, really dive in and take what has been collected through all of that research and all of that breaking down of what the strategy is and the brand narrative is and how does that come out on the other side visually. So this part of the process tends to be include like it's a lot of sketching and iterating. Any idea that comes to mind, um, there's something called a word association list. So I tend to use those just to kind of make a list of all the random words that come to mind with based off of what the research has pulled and based off of what the brand like the direction the brand wants to go in and it helps me to kind of think of a visual representation of that and I will normally start with the logo because it's really at the center of the brand system and so figuring how that goes and then tend to for clients I tend to do two different versions or two different like kind of ideas and like I'll do like a mood board for like look and feel of how I think the brand can come together what the logo is going to look like what the color palette would be what the typography would be those are kind of like the base ones and then from there have the like have a conversation presented to the client and then see what they're kind of feeling how they're how they're taking it in and then once that's narrowed down to one 
really build it out. So, you know, settle on like what the rules are for the logo. How big can it be? What's the smallest size it can be? What's the typeface going to be? Is this, are we going to commission someone to draw it? Is it going to have include illustrations? Is it playful? Is it more serious? And, and then how that's going to look, you know, on a business card versus on a storefront. Like, is there just one version of the logo? Is there multiple versions of the logo? Um, Again, social media is a very big thing now. So obviously like templates for social media, how it comes across, how the typography, the color palette and the logo come to play online. Um, If there are products involved, like the art direction of what shooting those products looks like, all of that comes together in the design phase. And it all really depends on what the client's needs are, but tends to always be similar in that they need a color palette typography with their logo. So that's kind of the base of where I go. And then once that is done and the client approves, I tend to send a brand guidelines PDF that just basically goes through everything and from top to bottom and how to use and utilize their logo, their color palette, their typography, gives different examples of how the brand system can be used across different products, whether it's packaging, uh, social media, marketing campaign, ad campaign, um, really anything. It depends on what the what sector the, the brand is in. And then, yeah, then I pass it off to the client. Sometimes you can be asked to stay on and help here and there with with anything that may come up as the brand evolves. But overall, you just want to make sure that you're giving the client a clear set of guidelines and a cohesive system that tells their story and will help connect them to their customers. And then that's that's it.